this is Kenya, and welcome to my Magical Cottage Core Life. Today, we're going to explore our house. I've, I've got a, a habit of always telling my daughter, explore your house, because there are things that we see every day, but we don't really talk about what they're for, why they're there. And as she grows, and I know she's 19, she's supposedly grown now. Well, she's not really 19. She's only 18. She's almost 19. I keep pointing that out to her. But as as we get older in our house, you know, I talk to the daughter and I say, there's little things about life that you pick up along the way. And as she's going to college now, I'm trying to force in as many small things as possible. And one of those things, it seems like it's not really important, but it is. It, it's, it's important to know certain things. It really is. And it's not about being uh, classist or anything like that. It's, it's not that deep. It's just, I want her to know what things are called. I really do. And the global situation had a lot of those lessons kind of forgotten because we had a different mindset. So I was thinking the other day about this, and I remember... There was an episode where we talked about this, I think, too, about dish towels uh, in an episode. And I don't know if I remembered to tell the difference between the dish towel and the tea towel. So today, open up your big book of stuff because we're going to talk about something important, to me at least. Turn to the section on kitchen towels because today we're going to talk about tea towels. Let's get started. So the first thing that we need to get past if we're going to talk about tea towels is that there are different kinds of towels in the kitchen and in the dining room. And they're used for specific things. That doesn't mean they're only used for one thing, but they're used for specific things. They're used for different categories. And most of us in the United States are familiar with the, with the dish towel. Almost everyone knows about the dish towel, which is different, different than the dish cloth, which you would think is the same, but it's not. The dish towel in our kitchen is usually used for drying the dishes. The dish cloth is usually smaller and used for washing those dishes. And the dish cloth is pretty plain. It, it may have differences in texture, but it's usually solid colored and pretty plain because its only function is to use as washing. It's not something that you'll usually see. The dish towel, however, is generally hung around the kitchen, uh, usually on stove handles or on different racks, and it's decorative many times over. It doesn't have to be only plain. It usually has some sort of pattern or image, something like that, and generally it's made of a form of terry cloth because its primary function is to dry things. It's to dry dishes. And it has to be super absorbent 
to do that. And we've now talked about both of these items, and they have multiple uses. I know that we said the dishcloth is only for washing dishes, but we can wash other things with a dishcloth. I wanted to point that out. However, there is a third kitchen towel and dining towel. I'm saying both for a reason, and that is the tea towel. The tea towel is not always found in many of the American homes. One of the reasons being is that in our culture, we are so grab and go with our food that many of us don't even take the time to set table any longer. We don't, we don't know how. We don't know how to sit and lurk and learn, learn the different flatware or utensils or glasses or plates. It's not an indictment against our society. It's just how we are. I think I would be hard-pressed to find many teenagers right now in general society who would know the difference in between a dish towel and a tea towel or even the difference between uh, a place mat used um, or using a dish towel or using a tea towel. And I hate to say it, but I've seen people use dish towels as placemats, and that's fine. Or not, yeah, dish towels and dish cloths as placemats when they had nothing else. And you know what? If that's all you have, that's all you have. Most of the time when I see people using a dishcloth as a placemate, placemat, it's usually used for a small child because they can just wash it, there's no decoration on it, and they're good to go. But I've seen young children and even teenagers kind of do that, but they do it when they don't have it already in the sink. I mean, it's not like they're using something actively being used. But again, that's not really what it's for. And they generally do that when they eat ribs or something, but that is not what that's for. So now we've moved to vinyl and plastic plates mats, and that's fine. That's fine. If that's what you need to use, that's absolutely fine. Everything is fine. You have to work with what you have. But a tablecloth will negate the need for the use of a lot of things other than a a napkin. And linen napkins, even though they seem more expensive and some people think they're pretentious, actually are cheaper in the long run because you don't have to keep buying them. You can just wash them. And they're very different in the weave. A tea towel is also different in its weave. And it's usually something along the line of a, a linen style and a closer weave. This is definitely not terry cloth. It's larger and it's actually something you see more so during this time 
in a restaurant covering a basket of rolls. I think that's the the first time that many of the young people notice that there's a cloth on the table other than a napkin when they're eating out of the Coney Island, the sit-down Coney Island. However, usually the tea cloth there is actually a napkin. It's actually just a linen napkin. One of the ways you know you're dealing with a tea cloth, or a tea towel specifically, when it's a tea towel, it's larger. It's larger than the linen napkin that you have on the table. And generally, they have a pattern. They have some sort of decoration. It can be something simple like stick figures or little people and it can be very elaborate like floral or bamboo or scenes from a painting. So honestly it really varies on the taste of the hostess or the host. But a tea towel generally, generally will have some sort of decoration it will be larger, and it will absolutely not be terry cloth. And they have more uses than just covering up the basket of rolls. Let's talk about what tea towels are actually used for. So when you have a tea towel, it's going to be larger than your napkin. It's going to be of a smoother material, generally linen, a nice close weave, and you're going to use it not for wiping things up. One of the first things that it tells you that it's about is for tea. You can use it to layer your tray if you're serving tea. Recently, I was at a bar in Hamtramck, Michigan. It's just opened up. It's called the Black Salt. And I was served tea. Uh, We did. Well, we served each other, I should say. And it was delightful. We had the indigo punch. It was very, very good. I enjoyed it a lot. But one of the things I noticed is they gave it to us on a tray. Now, in many places, they give you the teapot, just putting it on the table. But they did serve it to, to us on a tray. What I did notice is that there was no tea towel. And in that particular circumstance, that was correct because to have a tea towel in a bar would have been ridiculous. It it just would have been absolutely ridiculous. And I have to thank, I believe her name is Zoe, the owner, um, for not being overly pretentious in that circumstance. However, if I went to a tea room, which is completely different, then I might recommend or suggest that there be a teak towel. And I'm very glad that I went to the Black Salt. If you get a chance, please go. It's everything that we wanted it to be. I even had a a non-alcoholic cocktail there, and it was just wonderful. And, And usually if you see me in real life, 
I'll be drinking something non-alcoholic anyway, but it'll always be pretty. So I'll always fool you. You'll fool you. You'll think I have something alcoholic and it won't be. But tea, that's my thing. If I were serving tea here, which I have had tea parties at my home in the past, um, I would definitely have a tea towel to line my tray. And one of the reasons for that is that I need something to absorb any spills when I'm pouring tea for other people. And remember, you generally don't pour tea for yourself. You pour it for other people. But again, do what makes you comfortable. Do what makes you comfortable. Um, I'm not going to be caught up on ceremony. I just want you to enjoy a good cup of tea. And that's my goal. But if you have a tea towel, this is where you would use it. Another place to use a tea towel would be in place of placemats. Because they are good at absorbing spills, but they're not for absorbing, you know, or wiping up massive spills. You would use a dish towel for that. But... If, if just a little bit of dribble of soup or the condensation from a, a, you know, a glass of water next to it and it spills a little bit or it begins to drip on the tablecloth or on the table, the tea towel will catch it. But that's not the only thing you can use it for. Oh no, there's, there's other things you can use it for um, in regular daily life. talked about using it as a cover for a basket of dinner rolls but if you're a gardener and there's a good chance you are if you're listening to this podcast but if you're not that's fine too no garden shame here but if you're a gardener or if you like to cook with the fresh fruits and vegetables you have to wash them and when you wash them you usually need somewhere for them to dry and this is where the tea towel comes in They are wonderful for your vegetables or your fruits to dry. They are not meant for scrubbing them. They are for them to have a place to dry. So if you find yourself out and you're gathering your herbs before you hang them and you rinse them off first, uh, this would be definitely the place to lay four or five tea towels on a long table or counter. And then after shaking those herbs off, you would lay them on your tea towels to dry. And this is when it's really pretty because you have a beautiful pattern on them. And then you have those fresh herbs laying across the pattern. It makes for a beautiful picture. Then you can take that photo, have it printed on a really good paper, have it framed, and now you have a moment in time to complete your cottage core decor. Look at how we did that. Wasn't that cool? it's not just about the kitchen you can also use it in your tote bags or in your your larger purses now the purists of you are probably clutching your pearls or if you're kind of crunchy granola mom clutching your shell or bamboo necklace and you're saying no don't do that that's not what that's for it is for whatever you want it to be for. Think just just think about it for a second. 
the tote bag and the really large purse can get rather nasty on the inside from carrying makeups to dusty books uh, children's toys that you've gotten from the local restaurant that they've played with and just gotten completely gross and you've covered it with a paper napkin but it never seems to completely cover it and contain it uh, it has old pennies it has all kinds of wonderfully dirty or crumbly bits of life that collect in its corners but if you line it with a tea towel not only is it pretty when you open it up but you can take that lining out and wash it and it's very degradable because you can't always clean the inside of a purse or a tote bag properly without taking a long amount of time but a tea towel really works and comes to the rescue Another use that I like is for seashells. It's really good for a seashell saver. Say that five times fast. Um, what you do is you get not a colander but a fruit basket, the wire kind, because that's really it doesn't have much of an outside to it. it doesn't have a lot of substance, but it's mostly the notion of a basket at that point. If you put a tea towel in it. You can put your seashells in it, and then that way they won't fall through and cover them and keep them from getting dusty or gross. And you're probably wondering why would you do that? Why would you cover your seashell collection like that? Well, one, you don't have to cover it. You can just leave the tea towel hanging off the edges, and it's lovely, and it's pretty, and it's somewhere to keep a lot of them if you have a lot. Two, if there are tiny hands running around your house because the stroller citizens or the pudding people uh, or small children are running around your house, then you can cover them back up to keep them from putting their hands on them. And I am definitely pro-exploration. I think children should touch things and should learn about things and manipulate them and feel the textures and things. But seashells can be very dangerous. They can cut small hands and thin skin. And you want to make sure it's a way of safety proofing. It's a way of making sure that they touch things under the, the supervision of you the first time. They're also delicate sometimes and you don't want them to drop them. So it's kind of like a, a pretty stealth mode for your seashell collections. Another use for tea towels is when you are forming a welcoming basket for someone new to the neighborhood or a hospitality gift or a love gift for people who have been through some trauma or they're moving or whatever reason you decide. Tea towels don't get used very often like they used to. In general, you'll see a square of gingham used before you'll see a tea towel. And while gingham, excuse me, gingham, oh my gosh, gingham is cute and it's adorable. It's wonderful for dressing up a basket of preserves or whatnot. It's not the only thing out there. 
And if you have a basket of things other than just jars, I do recommend using a tea towel. And in this case, you're giving this towel away. So please do not give the tea towel unless you're willing to get rid of it. It's part of the gift, okay? So you would use your container, whether it be a basket of a, a real basket or just a container for the collection, and you would line it with your tea towel before you wrapped it up or before you wound up um, selecting everything. What I would recommend as far as a welcoming or, or a hospitality or a love basket, it varies according to circumstance. But for me, one of the things you want to do is decide how many people are going to be there. And we'll get, I think we've gotten into how to make hospitality baskets before. Maybe we'll get into it a little bit more in depth in the next episode. But in general, try to add something that is wet, add something that is dry, add something that is sweet, add something that is savory, and add a baked good. And that usually will cover you. And then either tie them up inside of, line the basket with it, or cover it with a tea towel. Another thing that you can use a tea towel to help you with as a small assistant is, and yes, I know I ended one of those sentences with a prepositional phrase. It wasn't a complete prepositional phrase. It was a preposition. It just was hanging there. The word with was left stranded on a lonely island. I know. And I used to be an English tutor, so I know better. I used to tutor English grammar. So I'm giving love to the people out there who just were like, no, why did you do that? I am acknowledging that I do not speak incomplete sentences. That's my love gift to you. Okay, so back to it. One of the other things that you can do with your tea towel is to help you when you're foraging. And this is why it's so great they're washable. If you're gathering mushrooms and you're putting them into a basket or a container, that hard surface can sometimes be kind of damaging to them, especially if you don't want to, you know, ruin them. And I understand they're durable. They're more durable than you think. But sometimes you just want to give them a little extra protection. Again, we're trying to be as green as possible where we can. And using a tea towel instead of a bunch of paper towels is something I would definitely recommend. And unlike paper towels, when you get those sticky, wet mushrooms, and you know what I'm talking about, you gather mushrooms, cottagecore people, you know what I mean. You don't want them to get, you know, pieces of paper towels stuck on them. So definitely, I would recommend putting them in your gathering basket. And that's the same if you're gathering fruit. You know, you can do the same thing, cushion the inside with the tea towel, and it's pretty. Some of us run around and we pick magnolia flowers, you know, because you can make a really nice syrup out of that. And one of the things I like to do is put them in the basket. And sometimes they get snagged on uh, the basket if it's a really rustic kind of basket. I have different kinds. 
I have used five gallon buckets. I don't like that. I'm not a fan. But using a tea towel to line it makes all the difference in how those flowers hold up once you're, you're getting them back home. Another thing you can use tea towels for, and I know this is going to sound really odd, but it's true, you can use them to wrap giftings for your friends or for your family. If you wrap a gift in a box with a tea towel wrapped around it and tie a ribbon or even better, something or a rope or some twine or even embroidery floss, it's very distinctive and the tea towel becomes part of the gift and it's really a level of thoughtfulness that they will not forget. Believe it or not, people remember hand-wrapped gifts that have reusable items. When I was much younger and Brenna, my daughter was much younger, we used to see reusable cloth wrappings from Santa and Mrs. Claus under the tree. And one of the fun things about that was that the cloth could be reused for costumes, for dramatic play, for dress up, for all kinds of things. It also helped the environment. Now I've gotten older and I don't give gifts as often in regular wrapping paper. Sometimes I'll give them in newspaper, like the comic section. But I have succumbed to the gift wrapping griffins and uh, I've tried. But I still want to revert back to cloth wrapping when I can because it's just beautiful. And Brenna, if you're listening to this, I did not wrap Santa and Mrs. Claus's gifts. They wrapped them on their own and they definitely used recyclable material, re- materials because it was our house. So, Mrs. Claus would like to say hi. Um, I got a message from her. She says she's very proud of you and you're doing very well. end of our episode but there is one more last gift you can do with the tea towel and that's the give the tea towel itself if you have a married couple and they're you know if you're giving a wedding gift you could shop from the registry definitely but you can also give them you know as a different gift a tea towel Um, especially if you're giving them something to do with cooking including a tea towel is just beautiful it's a different level as a I hate that word I don't hate the word but I dislike the using the word level on everything it's a different aspect of thoughtful care because she's going to use that tea towel give her a little you know a little note about this is a tea towel and what it represents and what it can be used for and maybe wrap tea in the tea towel or wrap a teapot and a tea ta- a tea set in the tea towel and give her some tea or some recipes or maybe a basket of scones, something. Okay, I see you. I I, I can hear you. I can feel you around the world because my podcast is generated audiences around the world. We're not going to fight today. We're not going to fight. I said scone. I know that many of you say it's scone. And I know 
but I am in America. I am in the United States. So, America! That's the Screaming Eagle. Screaming Eagle! We say scone, and that's how it's gonna be. And I will die on this hill. We're gonna say scone, and it doesn't matter if it's right or wrong, because America! So, that's what we're gonna say. But, um, also, I'm not the boss of you. You do what you want. But... We are the only number one that's not going to say scud. Okay, all right. That was bad. That was a reach. And I know you're you're like, no, I'm so disappointed in you, Kenya. Hey, I am a product of my upbringing. I'm from Seven Mile, and this is how it is. Um, but I do appreciate you listening to this episode, listening to me ramble about tea towels and I love to share little things with my friends, and we're friends, right? So, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, maybe take a trip to go see uh, Zoe at the Black Salt in Hamtramck. I really like that place. I am not a drinker, and the fact that there's non-alcoholic cocktails and there's tea on the menu really does it for me. So, give her give her a look-see, as we call it in, in a in the United States, which is different than the look-see monster that you can find on Crypt TV. And I'm not sponsored by them, but if you get a chance, check that out. It's awesome. All right. I'll see you here next time on my magical cottagecore life.